Game Changers Magazine, Game Changers Media Network, Voices of the Village Podcast with Councilman Jamal Burt, City of McDonough, Trendsetter, Progressor, Game Changer, one of the founding fathers of the streets and gentlemen. You've been putting in work, McDonough Movement, uh, uh, Henry County, past at least 10 years. Yeah. Who is Jamal Burke? Tell us about the journey of Jamal Burke. Mm-hmm. Dealing with the city of McDonald. Okay. Again, um, my wife and I came down here in 2009, um, and we didn't know what we were getting into, basically, when we first saw the city. I fell in love with the city because, um, as a northern boy, I grew up in New Jersey, and we had a very close-knit community up there. All the kids were taken care of. There were services and things that all of us were able to have growing up. Great education, great sports, you know, uh, sports organizations and programs for the kids and stuff like that. Just ways to get involved in the community. So when I came down here and I saw that, you know, there was a thriving community here, growing community. And I was like, you know what? This place could have the same kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? And um, even though I am a northern boy, I got southern sensibilities is what I tell people. Okay. You know, uh, because my family's based in the south, you know, and I love the home, the down home feeling down here. I love the feeling of the, the cooking, first of all, and the heart that people put into the cooking and the food. And I love just hanging out with the people because we laugh, we joke. And uh, we lean on each other, you know what I'm saying, when times get tough, because that's what we've been conditioned to do. You feel what I'm saying? And so I saw a lot of that going on down here. I was like, you know what, we can't go nowhere. So we, we set up roots here. My kids love it. And that's why I'm a part of McDonough now. All right. Now, you came to McDonough as known as the educator. Education yeah. builds opportunity. Yeah. What a slogan. <laughs> what, a, what a statement. Um, what a statement. <laughs> what, what inspired that journey? Education builds opportunity. It's funny you ask that. Um, <laughs> in my family, we have a code word. We don't use it no more, but we have a code word for the kids. It's called Eboo. Okay. And uh, my father was like, one day he came to me. My dad, great inspiration in my life, man. He uh, said, you know what? We have that saying called Eboo. Maybe you could use that. And I was like, huh? So I thought E-B-O. And I came up with education builds opportunity. And it stuck. And I was like, that's it, because to me, that's the key. One thing about education is this. Education is when there's no doors, okay. education allows you to create one for yourself. Wow. You know, and that's what it is. You know, people mistake education. I know the education system nowadays kind of disillusions, every, disillusions everybody. Right. Why? It's messed up. Right. I ain't going to lie. Right. You know, part of the work I do is trying to fix that. Right, right. You know, and catch, you know, be the net to catch whatever's being dropped out of that. And okay. recently, over the couple of years, it's been a lot more. Okay. So now that we're catching all these students and seeing what their needs really are and stuff, man, that's the key. It's okay. filling in the gaps where education is not hitting our students, our children. Right. Um, I don't want to make this a big proclamation about that, all that stuff, but I want to say, you know, it does need to be reformed. It, it needs to be changed. Right. Huge. Right. Um, and when I walk into schools nowadays, I don't feel the warmth that I used to feel when I was a kid going to school. I had fun, you know. It's cold, man. These kids don't want to be there. It's, right, it's, it's right. this low feeling. And it's like, this is the seed, the start of our community. Wow. These are the people we need to invest in because when we're long and gone, they're the ones taking over. Correct, correct. So I teach, I teach my butt off. Why? Because I tell every single student I see, I am not about to leave my children here with a bunch of knuckleheads. <laughs> so when I, so, and that's why education is an opportunity, builds opportunity for me because it's not just to get a job. It's not just, it enlightens you. It opens your brain to see possibilities that you wouldn't normally see. Wow. You know what I mean? And, and then you're able to create your own if you need to. Okay. That's what education is made for. For us, you know, I know in my generation when I was growing up, it was go to school, get a job, 
Make sure you get your pension, your 401k, whatever other stuff you got this. Nowadays, the message I teach kids is simple. You can go to school if you want to. You can get a trade if you want to. You can go to the military if you want to. Whatever you do, make it your own. Make it your, whatever skills you have, make it your own. Make it your own. Last thing I want to say about that is with the internet, uh-huh. you can make money off of anything nowadays. Literally, right, right. you can make thimbles and sell them online and people are going <laughs> to buy them things. You know, if you market it right. right so right. I try to tell each child, you have opportunities with just from your experiences. You could sell your experiences. Okay. And, and, and I'm not saying it's about cashing out. What I'm saying is it's about manifesting yourself in this place that okay. we're living in. Because the world we're living in right now is crazy. We know that. Okay. But if we give these kids a glimmer, glimmer of hope and let them know that you already got inside you what you need to make it, okay. you just need a little effort, right, right. You know, a little direction. Right. And you already know about that. That's, what, that's what's been said <laughs> when we talk, when we, you know, with, with Street Your Gentlemen. That's what that was all about. That's why we started that, because we had the point of direction that wasn't really being pointed. Okay. And that was a very interesting time, the beginning. Because that, that was when Henry County was in a, in a transition of progressiveness. Yeah. Where Different people moved here. It wasn't a hometown. It, the, the hometown feel was only amongst the locals. Correct. And everybody who moved here was like brand new, didn't know each other, we didn't grow up together. It was just like we had to learn each other and learn. You know, we had to build that village. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That that was the most interesting thing about about that time era. Yeah. Now, now you talked about going into schools, education, builds opportunity. Yeah. Um. Which leveraged into several different things. Streets of gentlemen, yeah. you going into schools as a as a motivational speaker, public yeah. speaker, yeah. as well as partnering with the local churches and local organizations here. Mm-hmm. Tell us how all of that impacted your journey today and where you are now. If it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be here. Wow. Um, one of the main reasons that. I mean, of course, I was involved in things because I love to deal with people and working with people. Right. You know, and it was because of those those journeys, the people that I met, that I talked to, that I poured into, that poured into me especially. Right, right. Um, that led me to be here. Um, I don't know if you know the reason why I'm here is because, you know, Sandra calls my phone one day like I'm about to be mayor or I'm <laughs> running for mayor and I need somebody to take my place. I'm like, huh? And if y'all know anything about me, I'm not I'm not really a politician at heart. I was never I never aspired to be one, you know. Right. Um, but when. One thing I am is I'm a God-fearing man, and when okay. God knocks on a door like that and opens it for you, you don't say no. Right. Right. Because that door is not open for everybody. Right. So I was like, well, why? And it's because uh, I figured if I want to help people, that let me try, try to get the biggest platform I could possible to do that. Right. And if this was an offer to me, let me try this. Right. So the reason why I stepped in this door was because... I wanted to help as many people as I could. Right, right. On a right. city level, especially. Right. And a lot of the people that I encountered along the way pushed me forward to this, was ushering me towards this without even me knowing. Wow. wow. Okay. There's wow. yeah. There's a joke. Uh, one of my friends. I don't know if you know Miss uh, Minister Chris Scott, Doctor Chris yeah, Scott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, love of the pieces. You know, and AC. That's my boy right there. Okay. Um, she always whispers in my ear, pulls me to the side. Okay. She says, "Hey, Mayor." <laughs> She'd been saying this for years. Right, right, right. And I was like, please, I, what you talking about? Right. And when, when I came to be a city councilman, she pulls me to the side again. I told you, you <laughs> step closer. Sandra, I'm not coming for your job. Don't worry about it. You can have it. You, <laughs> but the bottom line was people saw it in me right. before I did. Right. And I didn't know. So when you walk with God sometimes, when you walk in the, in the spirit with faith, right. he'll, let, you know, he'll put you where you need to go without you even knowing you're supposed to be there. My name is Jamal Burt and I'm the owner and CEO of EBO Educational Services. 
We're a full service tutoring and test prep company. We do everything from calculus to counting, from phonics to Shakespeare. We also are very big on SAT, ACT prep for college prep, ASVAB testing and GED testing as well. Whatever has to do academics that you need to get through or get past, we help you through. I loved building relationships with students and helping kids just grow, learn that there's more to life than just keeping good grades, but it's about building who you are as a person. One student to one tutor. We don't have a class or a small group of kids, so undivided attention is given to that one child. I was a teacher for a while, and I was in the classroom seeing that these kids were not getting as much as they could possibly get, and they weren't learning in a way that was really getting to them and really reaching them. So after I left the classroom, I was actually gonna leave education for a while because I got so disenchanted with the system. But I decided that in the meantime, so I could find something else, let me just put a sign on the corner for tutoring. And uh, the phone started ringing, and here it is 10 years later, and it hasn't stopped ringing since. The Youth Life Center of the Arts is a trailblazing organization dedicated to adolescent care, specifically tailored for youth who are too advanced for daycare but not ready to be left home alone during out-of-school times. We provide performing arts-based programs, innovative learning, and life skills development to help prepare adolescents for the real world. With over 10 years of experience, owner and founder Ms. Clarissa Winston and her team creates a safe environment that empowers youth to find their voice and discover their gifts. Get your child in involved today. Follow us on social media at the Youth Life Center to stay connected and get up-to-date info on resources we provide. Call us today at 770-272-5086 or email us at info at the youthlifecenter.org to get your child registered for our after-school program. For more information, visit youthlifecenter.org. Now you're a you're you're a Morehouse man. Yes, sir. And, and and the credentials, I mean, it all like like it's very important for all of us to have our fathers in our lives. Yeah. You you spoke highly of your father and some of the things. Him him just even speaking Ibu over your life. Yeah. You know, like yeah. he was he was speaking over your life, and then you had the awesome journey of what a lot of young black men aren't able to experience. Yes. Uh, HBCUs to build black men. Yes, sir. You know, so you 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 were horned into where you are today. Mm. And, and, and I heard you speaking at one of the classrooms in, here in the local community. Mm. And you're pushing students to HBCUs. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. You're not saying, you know, you're keeping it, what they call keeping it real. You're not sugarcoating and saying, hey, go to University of Georgia. And not to say that's bad. Yeah. Not to say, Oh, go to Georgia Southern and then you're pushing that narrative of learn your culture. Why was that a value to you? What, 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 how, come on, you got to tell us about that. The main reason. Okay. Um, I wanted to, of course, be closer to my people. I wanted to learn my culture. That was like, it's all good. Let's keep rolling. Motion line. Okay. Um, I wanted, of course, to get closer to my people. I wanted you know, to get closer to my culture. Of course I did. Okay. I'll tell people this. The reason why HBCUs or why I endorse them is simple. I learned everything I would have learned at any other kind of university. Wow. You know, um, I was an English major, so I learned about Shakespeare, I learned about British literature, I learned about all this other good stuff, right? Uh -huh. But then, when the classes, before the classes were over, every professor in that class would be like, okay, so now, how does that fit in with the black male experience? Mm. And when you are at college and every class is centered around 
how you relate what you just learned to the world as for who you are. Right, right. That change that that makes you see the world in a different lens. Right, right, right. My mother told me first year when I came home after Morehouse, uh, my, after my freshman year, I came home, and she just looked at me. She's like, "You different." Mm. And I was like, "What happened?" She, you know, she tells me now. She goes, "You were coming talking about how you wanted to run things. You wanted to be a leader. You wanted to change the world. You weren't talking that stuff when you left." And I realized that's what they indoctrinated us with Morehouse. They show us, y'all brothers are not at a disadvantage. You're strong. You're powerful. Right. Get out here and use what you've been given. But I'm going to leave it at this. It wasn't just Morehouse. The community that I grew up in was led by some amazing men, okay. my father being one of them. Okay. I'm talking about my father was a coach of teams, uh, uh, Pop Warner teams, you know, for as long as I can remember, baseball teams. The other gentleman, one man named um, Malcolm Bernard, God rest his soul, okay. um, ran things in that city for the youth, okay. for the kids, had our backs. And when I saw that growing up, my father and all his bros, you know, he's a big Q. All his bros would come by, and I'd see all the men come in, you know what I'm saying, and, and just show, you know, who they were. It was like, we ha I had examples all my life. Okay. You know, if I didn't have, if my father wasn't there, I had three other fathers that I knew of that I could call on. Right, right, right. And that's what I would love to see here. Okay. That's what needs to happen everywhere we go. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that the women can't do their thing. Women, y'all have been holding the bag for the longest. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, brothers, we need to step up, man. It's time for us to take back the community. And, 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 and I and I totally agree with you on that. Mm -hmm. I totally agree with you on that. I, I remember it. it I, I, that's a two-part subject thing that I want to get into. And I'm, I'm just gonna keep the cameras rolling because we're in this conversation. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, I, I think as men, we all need to have that mecca experience. Yeah. You know, and one of the mecca experiences that was a transition for my life. In, in, in my life as regards to being in partnership with you. Mm -hmm. I remember we were doing the McDonald movement mm -hmm. and we were just going around trying to get this, build this culture of business owners standing up, talking to one another. Uh, um, not just business owners, but uh, community, community advocates in the community standing up, talking to one another. Mm -hmm. We then took a trip to Washington, D.C. Oh, <laughs> one of the most bonding experiences that I think any african-american male should do the march on washington that was a road trip bro. <laughs> that was a road, road trip. trip i think yeah. we created ease up educate the mind elevate the spirit eliminate stereotypes mm -hmm. created songs to it mm -hmm. you know what i mean and, and we had a chance to buy because we we bought hotels we took kids all of that that was a that that was i think a personal mecca journey for us what do you think what what, 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 what tell us about that experience Bruh, that was so long ago. <laughs> Way back. Um, funny, on my phone, I still have video footage of that. Wow. And so when it came up, and I saw us, we were at the gas station. Yeah. <laughs> and just joking around, putting gas in the car. Yeah. And when I look at that, it was just like, man, we was about it. Like, we was really serious, bro. Right, right, right. And I was like, I love that, and I, I want more of us, more of us brothers to get out here and do stuff like that. You know, we need to journey together. We need to travel together. One thing I push real strong is, you know, in our culture that we live in and nowadays, it's individualism is pushed all the time. Right, right. From the time we're young. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. You could do it on your own. Your own hard work is going to make it happen. And I'm, I'm not about that anymore. I'm like community. Right. Brothers, see, we need to come together and travel together now. It's right. time to stop walking these roads alone because it's not going to work that way. Right, it's, right. it's geared for you to try to do it by yourself and cause division. Let's come together. Let's put our talents and our skills together. So that trip just showed that we were willing to get out here and, and work together, run together, travel together. Okay. 
go to the mission where it was if it wasn't at us. Right, right. And right. I'm like, the rest of us need to be adopting that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, we got a lot of pushback because we come from the Bible Belt community. Mm -hmm. And we were going to go see Farrakhan speak. Come on now. You, you know, uh, it was a mm -hmm. lot of pushback to like, oh, them boys going Muslim, them boys. But I think we adapted the ideology from the Muslim community that needed to be implemented in the Christian community yeah. of men dressing up like men. Yeah. Showing up like men. Res showing up like men. Yes. You know, and, yeah. and it goes back to where you were saying, hey, guys, we need to step up. And that's I, I think that's one of the differences between the Christian community mm. and the Islamic community. Yeah. Hmm. Well, let me tell you, though. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about the Christian community is this, and right. I don't want to say nothing that's out of place, but you know me, I'm going to say my mind. Right, right, right. We sometimes get it wrong. Mm. Because to me, Jesus is everything. You have to focus on him, his walk. Okay. I think what's the problem with Christianity now is that we don't focus on just Jesus. Right. And right, literally right. his name is in the, the faith, Christianity, Christ. <laughs> right, right. But Jesus walked around. He was humble. Right. He was gentle with his soul, but his right. spirit was so strong, you couldn't deny he was a lion. You couldn't deny that when he walked around, he had power. Right. You see what I'm saying? When he, what kind of man can die and then the rest of you know, eternity, people know about him, worship him, love him, cherish him? Wow. You know, my point is every man, when we hear, that's what we need to aspire to be. Right. It's not about us. We're sacrificial. A man's role is sacrificial. Wow. It's not about us. Wow. We're willing to lay down our life, our time, whatever it is, to make sure that the rest of the community is elevated. Too many brothers right now, though, and it's not really completely their fault. We're right. being conditioned to fight for ourselves. Okay. We're, you know, it's not about community, right. and we got to get back to that. And that's why that Jesus mindset, Christianity, we need to get back to being Jesus-like right. and right. aspiring for that. Right. That's going to fix all this stuff. Right. But right now, everybody's on their own little ego trip right. or, you know, thinking it's not really about that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, and so yeah. At Eagles Landing Diabetes and Endocrinology, our business is your health. Dr. Ronald S. Watts and his staff are dedicated to the pillars of quality health, such as equity, effectiveness, efficiency, integration, safety, timeliness, and people-centeredness. Eagles Landing Diabetes and Endocrinology specializes in the evaluation and treatment of diabetes and endocrine disorders thyroid, neck and parathyroid gland ultrasound examinations, and vascular examination for peripheral artery disease are just some of the services that Dr. Ronald S. Watts and his staff provide. Looking for treatment? We are currently accepting new patients. Eagles Landing Diabetes and Endocrinology accepts all major insurance. Give us a call at 770-389-9494 or visit us at 550 Eagles Landing Parkway, Suite 110, Stockbridge, Georgia. Eagles Landing Diabetes and Endocrinology. Our business is your health. Visit us at eldiabetes.org. At ViStar Credit Union, you inspire us to deliver on our promise, to do good for our members and our communities. That's why we offer more banking options, like better rates and no hidden fees. We also give back, donating several million dollars to hundreds of nonprofits each year. Better financial lives, stronger communities. That's our focus. Vistar Credit Union. Do good. Bank better. Well, well, I think it's like uh, I go to other communities and I see like, okay, here, everybody, like we said, we came in during a progressive time yeah. where the city of McDonough, Henry County was changing yeah. um, to the point where nobody knew each other. 
and it put everybody to become a business card CEO. Wow. Right? Wow. That's good. Put everybody, <laughs> put everybody in a position to say, hey, yeah. I can do this, I can do that. And you didn't know what people could do. Right. So you just took face card value for mm -hmm. it. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so because it because instead of building community, it turned into a swamp meat market almost. True, true. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, I, I think on one side it was a positive, but on the other side it was like, okay, now we gotta hash out what's real and what's fake. That has to happen. Um, even when we came in here, when I first came in here two years ago, um, and us as a council, we didn't know each other. Yeah. It was like, what is this? You know, <laughs> brand new mayor, whole new demographic. Right. We were like, what? And one of the things I kept believing as being a teacher and being working in schools and administrations, every organization that's new, okay. even this city that's new, goes through a storming period before they go to a norming period. Oh, wow. And the storming period is there's gonna be fighting, there's gonna be arguing, there are people feeling each other out, seeing where they stand, where they're comfortable with one another. That's gonna happen, but it has to happen. Right. Because if that doesn't happen in your organization new, then the norming, what's normal now, won't be set. The rules for the norm aren't set. Okay. So when you argue and fight, that's setting the boundary lines, and those boundary lines are what sets the new norms. Yeah. And then people can move forward. Now we know where each other stands, how we feel, right. and now we can progress. And that's exactly what this city did. <laughs> and it's, it went through a storming period. Right. And like right. you said, you know, business car CEOs, everybody said that. But now, as times passed, right. there are still people standing out the storm, the ones who, who were the oh, official, really who were really the CEOs. Correct. Correct. They're here, and now we're establishing the norms. Wow. You see what I'm saying? Wow. And that's what's happening. And the change in the council, the change, like Rufus was saying, you know, he ain't never seen a council like this 35 years. Right. I was like, yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, and all this change is beginning to smooth itself out now y'all keep waiting just it's coming you know what i'm saying <laughs> give us a little more time and this you know right. let us let us cook right the city let the city cook it's going and watch it's going to turn out to be a really delicious dish i believe wow. if y'all just let it go wow. because we're beginning to see who's real who's not and we're beginning to see whose heart is really in it or not right. and it's the heart that means everything you know right. what i'm saying intention now now we I, I was talking with councilman stewart about councilman stewart kind of represents McDonough yesterday. Yeah. You know, we, we all know that, but we respect everything that yesterday brought to today. Absolutely. And when you got here, the city of McDonough was transitioning from Reverend Lee stepping, going, you know, the end of his journey, mm -hmm. serving in the seat. And you got to walk with one of the most phenomenal pastors here in the community, Pastor TJ McBride, mm -hmm. Tabernacle of Praise. Yes, sir. Which was life changing for everybody involved <laughs> you know what i mean yes sir um tell us what did that look like to you seeing understanding the history of what reverend lee did mm. versus where pastor mcbride was taking this community <laughs> started with rufus um i was so happy rufus was on this council because he was a wellspring for me and i needed that his knowledge and wisdom of what happened in the past here what's going on in the past okay just basically gave me a clear picture of what I was stepping into. So with all that was going on um, here in the South, especially, mm -hmm. you know, I believe that what's happening now, it kind of reinforces what's happening now. Right. It's going and, and uh, Pastor McBride kind of took the hold of that and ran with it. When I first <laughs> met him, you know, we were like minded. You know what I'm saying? Right, we right. were all about the people. We were all about elevating our community. Right, right. And he came at the perfect time for that in this community. Okay. You know, when the demographics were changing so fast, right. he came in and gave us the direction we needed, a lot of us, when we came in. Now, some of us already had it, but then 
Pastor McBride is awesome because he's the kind of person, if you don't know or you don't have the skill, he'll pull you in, he'll show you, he'll try to show you, he'll pull you on his wing. Right. If you do, he'll give you a spot and let you work your skill. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead and do it then. He'll give you the wind under that. And that's what changed a lot of people in right, the community. Right, right. Um, he gave them chances to work their gifts. He gave them chances to work their, their blessings and their anointings. And when you give people that kind of opportunity, okay. they never let that go. You see what I'm saying? Right, right. To, you know, and that's what he keeps doing. <clears throat> he keeps opening up doors and, you know, letting people work what they're blessed with. Okay. And that's going to keep people happy and working all day long. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, so, it's just a, you gave me a really tough question here, bro. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'll just say, you know, Pastor Lee, uh -huh. I believe there's still a place for him here. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Pastor McBride, place for him. Right. You see what I'm saying? I believe that they need the progressive and the old school needs to work together. Okay. If you know anything about my philosophy about teaching, right, right, right. All right, you need the traditional because these kids need that regular traditional stuff because that's what sticks. Right. But you need to be innovative with it because if you ain't innovative with it, it's gonna fall on deaf ears every time you try to tell them. Absolutely. And that's that's the reason why both of them, if y'all spread the gospel that way, it's gonna spread to more people. Wow. You need the diversity in everything. In everything. There can't be a monopoly on God. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Yeah. Welcome to the all-new Kim Mays State Farm Agency, located at 102 Vincent Avenue in Stockbridge, Georgia, next to the Kroger Plaza on Flippin' Road and Hudson Bridge. Recognized by the city of Stockbridge for her community service, Kim specializes in auto, home, and life insurance. We also offer investment and financial planning services, as well as mortgages and refinancing. As an award-winning State Farm agent, Kim's strive is to be one of South Metro Atlanta's leaders in business with a team of qualified professionals in customer service, sales, and compliance, Covered by Kim continues to lead the way in giving clients quality service to meet their needs. Call us today at 770-282-6622 for your free home, auto, life, or small business insurance quotes. Follow us online at all social media platforms at Covered by Kim, or for more information, visit our website at CoveredByKim.com. Are you Covered by Kim? Big Chick King Stockbridge is now open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Start your morning off with a selection of biscuits and gravy, grits and eggs, to mouth-watering pancakes with bacon or sausage. It's your choice. Come dine in with us, take it to go carry out, or order online. Big Chick King is dedicated to serving our neighbors, family, and friends with our all-new Southern-style menu and the best fried chicken in South Atlanta Metro. Enjoy that good chicken with home-style cooked macaroni and cheese, mashed potatoes and corn, vegetables and green beans. Located at 1334 Highway 138 East in Stockbridge, Georgia, next to the Shell Plaza. We're open from 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. Sunday through Saturday. For more information, visit BigChickKing.com. The best fried chicken hot and fresh out of the kitchen. City of McDonald's celebrating 200 years. Hmm. Whew. Yeah. I, I talked with some locals yesterday and some people for the past couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. They saw the they saw the statue in the square all their life. <laughs> we saw the statue in the square for about five years. Mm -hmm. Downtown, City of McDonough, mm -hmm. progressive. Um looks different. Yeah. Looks different. Tell what, what, what did it look? What did it, tell us about that. I don't even know what to ask. <laughs> without, without, without really going there. Going there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Look, 
Y'all, times have changed. Okay. Okay, we can't do nothing about it. I know, you know, the statue being and the history of McDonald's and all that stuff, but <sighs> history, it changes. It's fluid, man. Yeah. You can hold on to the past as long as you want to, but when mindsets change, when society changes, right. when the community changes, right. the community has to shift with it. And I don't believe there should be anything in anybody's city, especially when you have a city and you want to represent everyone in the city fairly. Right. There shouldn't be anything in that city that's going to sit here and, and, and kind of... You know, let me redo this one because I can't. This is hard. Let me, can I, let me think. Let me think before that answer. Because I was going in a direction and it's like, no, that ain't. Mm -mm. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Look, no disrespect okay. to what was before. Okay. But things have to stay. Things have to progress with what's going on. When you have a demographic of a city that has changes and our feelings change and our mindset changes, right. we can hold on to a little bit of that past. Okay. But if you don't make room for that future, you're going to get left behind. Wow. And McDonough is a county seat of Henry County, and Henry County is a beautiful county. I don't know if y'all know, right. but out of many other years of counties in Georgia, this right here is a hot spot. Right, this right, is a beautiful, right. you know, and, and, and everybody, that's why everybody's trying to move here. Henry County, as y'all know, not too long, was the fifth fastest growing county in the entire United States. Okay. There's a reason for that. But if this county is going to be able to give everybody what they need, it's going to have to change with the times that's going on and reflect its demographics. Our job as city officials is to, is to reflect our demographics, and that's it. So, yes, we can respect everybody's past, mm -hmm. and I do. But at the same time, if we're not doing our jobs here to reflect the demographics that are asking us, that voted us, that put us in our positions, our constituents, we have to do it. That statue came down because it was an eyesore to too many people in the community. More people than it was a blessing. Wow. And so we have to go with the majority. Wow. Sorry to say it just like that. So if there's an issue with it, Go talk to your fellow constituents or your people. You know what I'm wow. saying? Because all we're charged to do, the oath we take, is simply to do what the people ask us to do. Wow. Interesting take. Interesting take. Um, the businesses. Hmm. The businesses. Yeah. Development. Yeah. Here, McDonough, city of McDonough, is becoming a tourist attraction. Mm hmm From your district down to the square, all the way down Jonesboro Road. Mm -hmm. uh, some of our favorite restaurants like uh, Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, what, 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 what does Progressive McDonough look like to you? Progressive McDonough is what you said, small business. Small, okay. I want this to be a small business haven. Wow. All right? So families can follow their dreams and create that quote-unquote American dream themselves okay. instead of having to rely on so many outside forces. The work of their own hands, the small right. business, is what feeds this community. Right. Um, more progressive McDonald looks like more programs for the chi for the children here, for the youth. Okay. You know, my son plays tournament ball. It's expensive. Okay. Goodness. But when I was growing up, we had systems in our city: baseball, football, basketball for sports. We had academic bowls and academic tournaments. We had. It didn't matter what the child was into. There was something for them to jump into and get involved with, mm. without paying a lot of money. We need to get back to that. Okay. Okay. Progressive McDonough looks to me like nice restaurants to dine in. You don't got to. The reason why many people live here in McDonough alone is because they don't want to have to drive all the way up to Atlanta to get all the same kind of amenities. Right. So let's create that around us. But let's do so still and kind of keep that open country feel. We don't want to sit there and have high rise buildings out here. Right. We're not looking for that. Right. We want to keep that, that, that kind of down home feel that easygoing feel, but okay. still be able to give you everything you need without having to drive to the city for it. Wow. 
That's what progressive McDonald looks like to me. And that everybody has a voice. Okay. That every demographic that's represented here feels represented. Gotcha. Okay? We got to break the curse of the past, y'all. Yeah. We're, we're, it's beyond. If y'all know, if y'all been watching the news, that is old news now. Right. You know, we could talk about racism. We could talk about gender. We could talk about, you know, we already know what the true enemy out there is. I don't have to say it. Right. You know what I'm saying? But the bottom line is not the things that they've been selling to us. Right, right, right. Partially, right. but that's not the key. Right. So let's get our minds on something different, McDonald, because we have got to go forward and we're going to have to do it together, no matter where you come from. Mayor, Mayor Sandra Vincent has a statement, and she even puts it in her social media blog, A mm -hmm. Mayor for All. Yes. Okay? Mm -hmm. We talk about diversity and um, what the community looks like, you know, moving in a progressive manner. Yeah. What is the, what is the plan... For, for personally for you and I you may be able to answer for your team as well but what is the plan for reflection forward reflection forward is like what it says looking back to figure out the future okay okay and it is us again okay. having more things where we all come together as a community okay. that's what we need to do we need to know each other's faces now you see what I'm saying right. COVID caught us to a point where we were all isolated in our little bubbles bro okay. <laughs> and, you know, and so it's time to come out of that bubble and it's time to face each other. Right. When we have uh, when we have crowds come or we have events where people are coming in, look at the crowd. Okay. It's a mix of faces and colors. We are now diverse, McDonough. Yeah. It's there's nothing you could do about it. It can't go back. Yeah. So you're with the train or you won't get run over by it, as I used to hear. Oh, wow. You know, because it's not stopping. So let's get together. Forward looks like all of us just relying on each other for the skills we have, the heart we have, right. and the purpose, the intention. You know, we have to be intentional with us trying to become a community. You can't just think it's going to happen. Right. We right. got to push each other to be our best, you know, and, and that's it. Um, so reflection forward looks like to me, it looks like we are going to take the mistakes and the benefits of the past, wrap it all together now and create something new out of it so we can jump forward as a people here. Wow. Okay. And it's going to take everybody. It's not just going to take... One race, one creed, one color, one gender. It's going to take all of us working together because it's a mighty enemy we got to fight, y'all. <laughs> a, a big one. Big one. A big one. A mm -hmm. big one, man. We, we, we just went, <laughs> boy, that was 30 minutes, man, but I feel like we need 30 more. <laughs> That's cool. And, and, uh, we, but we got to stay in that time frame, and we gotta, we, we, we're going to have to definitely do a part, too, because mm -hmm. it definitely works. There's a lot of different things I want to go into um especially i didn't want to get off subject i know we talked about the battlefield between you know the men and the women and that type of space and that's for a whole nother topic wow. but we're gonna we, we but this we're we gonna definitely bring that back you guys uh you guys th thank you councilman burke no problem taking man. the time out mm -hmm. sharing the journey 200 years celebrating the city of mcdonough and your personal journey and getting here yeah to the <laughs> you. you know it's, it's very symbolic um Game Changers Media Network, Game Changers Magazine, Voices of the Village, Councilman Jamal Burke, EBO, Education Bills Opportunity. Oh,